Hey, good morning and welcome sa ating final episode sa ating series na Special Action Force. Ang pinag-usapan natin the past weeks is being strong sa grace. Okay? Hindi malakas sa sarili nating lakas, kundi strong sa biyaya ng Diyos. And we talked about look for someone. Halimbawa, si Paul, meron siyang uh, mentor na si Timothy. Look for your Timothy. Find someone upline na pwedeng magpamentor and then merong someone you can pass on to. And the Bible said that we should be like soldiers. You know, sa army ng Diyos, we're like a soldier. It says in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 3 to 4, endure suffering. Kasama si Jesus. Now, like a soldier na hindi tied up sa mga makamundo na bagay. Hindi nakikisaw-saw ang isang sundalo sa mga minor issues, sa mga ordinary affairs ng, ng civilians. Tapos sabi pa niya, now let's be like an athlete. Oh, soldier, athlete pa. Ang athlete, sumusunod sa rules. So hindi mo pwedeng maglaro ng tennis sa gamit ng rules ng bowling. Diba? Merong, ganun din, hindi mo pwedeng mag, ma, ano, sa sistema ng Diyos sa gamit ng mga rules ng mundo. Iba ang sistema ng mundo, ibang sistema ng sakaharian ng Diyos. Hindi compatible, hindi nagme-mix. So, tapos, yung papag-usapan natin ngayon is about the farmer. The Bible says that we are to be like farmers sa bukid ng Diyos. 2 Timothy 2.6 Hardworking farmers. Sino mga hardworking dyan? Hardworking ka ba sa gawaing bahay? Hardworking ka ba sa iyong trabaho? Reliable ka bilang isang uh, employee? Bisa, bi, bilang isang mother or father? Okay, so sabi niya, hardworking farmers, ito ang kanilang motive, meron silang harvest. Sila ang unang maki, ma, makakatikim ng kanilang harvest. So, meron soldier, tapos athlete, tapos farmer, kaya SAF, S-A-F, soldier, athlete, farmer. Pero ano yung common sa tatlo nito? These are the comparisons that the Bible gives for a disciple, tagasunod ni Jesus. So ano yung common sa tatlo nito? Well, unang common sa kanilang tatlo is meron silang purpose. Napakalinaw ang kanilang layunin kung anong ginagawa nila at bakit. Always start with why. The why, the purpose. Mahalaga yun. And the purpose of the soldier is para maiplease ang kanyang commanding officer. The purpose of the athlete, syempre, para manalo ng championship prize. And then yung farmer, ang kanyang purpose is yung harvest. Gusto niya yung harvest. Bakit ang Ang San Fernando Christian community, bakit ginagawa natin yung, yung ganito? May Sunday service, may mga cell group, may mga outreach sa kids, mayroon tayong mga prayers for the city para ma-win ang mga tao. Bakit? Bakit ginawa? Wala namang, wala namang maibibenta ng product or service. So anong reason why? Because we honor God and deliver his benefits to the world. Kaya yan ang ating why. Everything we do is because of that purpose, to honor God and deliver His purpose. Now, the next thing it takes 
or let's say common sa tatlong nito is bawat isa yung uh, soldier and athlete and farmer it takes commitment preparation and hard work so the soldier mayro siyang cost kailangan mag mag training Meron siyang sinasabi na suffer hardship. Ganon din si athlete. Meron training. Training hard. Diba? Ang in-example ko si Michael Jordan. Practice no mga practice. Hard work si Manny Pacquiao sa pagta-training. Hindi siya pwedeng pa-easy-easy. It's hard. And then yung farmers. Hard working yan. Magising na maaga. So pag, eh, minsan nag-pastor nagsabi, yung pastor, pastor ko nagsabi sa akin, kung mahal, impossible. Mahirap, ibig sabihin, maaring galing sa Diyos yan. E kung kaya mo, madali lang, mura, hindi galing sa Diyos yan. Ang mission ng Diyos is always yung higit sa iyong buhay. Higit sa kakayanan mo. And when it's mahirap, mahal, impossible, and that's, that's something that is from God. Kaya welcome to the world of the supernatural. Yan yung that's the existence of God. God does not live and move in the world of the madale lang, pa-easy lang. God is present always in the impossible. Yan ang kanyang specialty. At ini-invite niya tayo na umakyat sa kanyang mundo, sa kanyang kaharian, which is mahirap, mahal, impossible, Alam mo yung sa pagpa-plant ng, ng church, this, this church, it was not cheap. It was not easy. Mahirap. It was impossible. No? Alam ng karamihan dito na to take a former strip bar, you know, with the sayaw and the prostitution and everything, to turn that into a place of worship. That's, that seems like impossible. Well, God can do impossible. Maybe, maybe itong club nito, itong nightclub nito is just only the first one. Baka marami pa. To put up the champion center, yung building doon. Hindi mura yan, hindi matali lang yan. If you only knew, mahirap yan, impossible. Yung amount of money and time and skills is beyond what human can do. Had to be a miracle from God. And the third thing, common, yung sa soldier, athlete, and farmer, is that it has reward. Merong reward. It's worth it. Kumaga, yung reward, yung mga mo, is worth it. And I want you to know that whatever hardship, whatever cost for training, Whatever na pagpapagdaan, whatever yun na kailangan mong pagdaanan mo for the sake for the sake of God's mission, worth it yan. Worth it yan. Makikinabang ka. Hindi marunong magpalugi ang Dios. Always may panalo sa panginoon. He will never cause you to lose. That's why he wants you to champion in life. Now today, when we said a farmer, I want to just give you two simple applications. And then, ma-discuss ma natin. Ang una is, think like a farmer and work like a farmer. Now, iba ang pag, 
iisip ang farmer. Ang farmer does not think the same way as yung tayo, pag tayo papunta sa palengke para bumili ng gulay, hindi ganun, yung pag-iisip natin doon sa, sa grocery store, hindi ganun ang pag-iisip ng farmer. Ang farmer, pag tumingin sa kanyang bukid, meron siyang vision. He thinks differently about the land. Sa atin, siguro, yung iba, uh, ang pagtingin mo sa lupa is, wow, pwedeng gawin motocross track yan. Or yung iba, sabi niya, wow, pwedeng gawing parang f- uh, football, soccer field. Or yung iba, mga bata, wow, pwedeng mal- maglaro doon. Kanya-kanyang vision. Pero ang farmer, ang vision niya para sa lupa, lupain is pwedeng maging good soil yan para sa harvest ng gulay. Ano bang pwedeng lumabas niya sa bukid nito? Talong, pwede yan, corn, yan, I can plant tomatoes, pat, pat, mais, yeah. And we were all given a field by God. A field is yung lifestyle, yung kung saan ka naglalagi, kung saan ka naroon. Field mo yan. Where you work, where you live. Think like a farmer patungkol sa iyong bukid. The farmer, pag nakatanggap ng mga mango seedlings, ayan, ang pagtingin niya doon is, gagawa ako ng mango orchard. Mango orchard. The farmer, kapag uh, meron siyang opportunity, talagang susulitin niya ang kanyang opportunity. Wherever he's assigned a field, a territory, he will think, I can be fruitful here. I can be successful here. I can multiply here. Mayroong produce, increase, make crops. And then, i-distribute yung kanyang abundance. Sasabihin niya, ako, kailangan ng pwesto sa palengke para may benta ko yung aking mga crops. So that's what the farmer thinks. He thinks differently. He has a vision for his field. Can you write that down sa iyong mga papel? Sinong walang ganito? Anybody missing one of these? Everybody have one? Tapos you have your, you have your ball pen. The farmer, letter A, Janice, he has a vision for his field. Letter B, the farmer has a plan for the process. Alam mo yung pag-farm, pag-harvest ng mga, pagtatanim ng, ng gulay or kung ano, hindi siya one-click yan. It's not a push button. Or you just magbayad ka lang. Mayroong process yan. Kailangan araroin, tapos kailangan magtanim, dilig, irrigation, depende sa fertilizer, depende sa maraming dyan process. Eh. Sa pag-ani, may, may, may harvest process din. And then to preserve, to protect, tapos to, to transport and distribute. May process. Kailangan may plan. So ang, har, ang farmer, ang pagtingin niya, ang pag-iisip niya is, meron siyang plano. Meron siyang process. Now some of us, ang approach natin kay God is, give me. Lord, pahingi. Kaya sabi, pahingi, pahingi Lord, pahingi. Pahingi noon. <laughs> Puro pahingi. E parang gusto ni one click ganon. Pero in everything you're asking God for, Lord, I want 
uh, a stable family, a stable job. Lord, I need finances. Lord, I need healing. Lord, I want uh, a, a close, intimate relationship sa parents or sa asawa ko. Alam mo, in everything you're asking from God, naging may process. Pag sinabing, Lord, I want a job, ang ibibigay niya sa'yo is buto, hindi trabaho. Ano yung buto? Buto na skill. Buto na vision. Lord, I want to have an attitude na loving. Ang ibibigay ng Diyos sa'yo is a seed of His love. Palaguin mo yan. Plant it. Lord, I want to be patient. He'll give you a seed. And you got to grow it. There's a process. You know, so if you think need, malilimit ka. The farmer doesn't think what I need. He thinks, what's my seed? So always start with your seed, not with your need. I get that. So, ang, ang, ang iyong starting point is hindi yung, oh, kailangan ko to, kailangan ko to, wala akong ganito, kulang. So, parang need mindset yan. Utak. Kinakailangan ko. But the farmer doesn't think like that. The farmer thinks, what do I have na sa kamay ko? Anong meron na sa aking buhay, sa aking bahay? And doon sa nagsisimula. Parang si Moses. Sabi ni God, Moses, ikaw magiging leader ng millions of my people. And you'll bring them out of Egypt. Ang mindset ni Moses is, hindi ko kayang gawin yun. Mahiyain ako. Hindi ako magaling magsalita. Sabi ni God, anong nasa kamay mo? Meron siya kasi, shepherd siya, pastor. Meron siyang sti- stick. Sabi ni God, Yun ang starting point mo. Gamitin mo yung merong nasa ba, sa kamay mo. And with that stick, Moses was doing miracles. And then, nag-increase, nag-increase na kanyang capacity to be a leader. Nakakapagsalita. Nagsulat pa siya ng book of Genesis. Lumago si Moses because he started with a seed of what he had in his hand. Ikaw, anong seed na merong sa buhay mo? Relationship mo yan, baka seed yan. Ang connection mo yan, alagaan mo yung connection na yan, yung friendship mo na yan. Because that might be your breakthrough to another level. Yung pera mo, yung, yung, yung iba, nag, 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 lumago ang business nila kasi meron silang oven. So, nag-bake sila ng cookies. And then, nagbenta. Tapos, pinalago niya yung business. Roll over, roll over yung capital hanggang sa naging successful. May konting kaalaman mo, may konting talent mo, whatever na meron ka sa buhay, itanim mo, palaguin mo, and God will bring you to where you want to be. And you have to remember these three principles. Pakisulat ng mga ito. Tatlong principles na, it's called the law of the harvest. Hindi mawawala ito. Ever since the beginning of the earth, hanggang forever, meron ang tatlo nito. And the point number one there is, I will reap what I sow. Kung anong itatanim mo, yan ang aanihin mo. The farmer will, example, magtatanim siya ng ampalaya. Ampalaya ang makukuha niya, hindi mais. Kung sasabihin niya, I want mais. Pero ang tanim niya is munggo, hindi maaring makukuha ng mais. Kahit sincere ang puso niya, 
kahit gustong-gusto niya, kahit maganda ang motibo niya, hindi mo makakuha ng mais kung iba ang itinanim mo. Does that make sense? Napakalinaw. Sa Galatians chapter 6, verse 7, hindi nadadaya ang Diyos kung ano ang tinanim, yun din ang aanihin. So whatever it is that you want to reap, you must sow that. Yung iba gusto nila na napakaganda ng relationship sa kanilang future marriage. They want na faithful ang asawa, you know, they want a good trusting relationship, intimate. But if you're planting fornication, you know, sleeping together, iba-iba, boyfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend, how can you expect to reap something different than what you sowed? Are you following me? Yung iba, sabi niya, I want to uh, have a close relationship with God. Gusto ko makakarinig na kanyang tinig. Pero kung ang tatanim mo is all of your time buho sa social media, buho sa chismis, at hindi ka natatanim ng seeds of reading God's Word, listening to His voice, meditating. How can you expect to hear God's voice and be close to Him kung ang itinatanim mo iba? What? Kaya nga, lagi kong sinasabi sa mga members natin, ano ba talaga ang gusto mo sa buhay mo? I-identify natin kasi you have more control than you imagine. Akala mo wala kang control, bahala ng Diyos. Hindi bahala ng Diyos. What do you really want sa future mo, sa buhay mo? Because there are seeds na ayon dun sa gusto mo na pwede mong itanim ngayon. So that's it. The seed will reproduce ayon sa kanyang uri. Hindi mo pwedeng baguhin yung sistema na yan. Number two, I will reap after I sow. Not before. Hindi, hindi, ang, ang farmer, hindi, ang pag-iisip niya is, gusto kong, ani, I, I want to harvest na all of the corn, and then after makakuha ko ng maraming corn, magtatanim ako ng corn. Diba, hindi pwede yun. Kasi nauuna talaga ang pagtanim bago yung harvest. Hindi mo pwedeng sabihin. Automatic. I want to harvest first. You know, many people, pag sinabi na, na about tithes and offerings, unahin mo ang Diyos sa iyong finances. Trust God for your life and future. Marami nag sa isip nila is, kapag mayaman na ako, saka lang akong magbibigay sa Panginoon. Ma-afford ako na tumulong sa church. Magbibigay ako ng offerings. Lord, pagpalain mo ako, bibigyan kita ng kalahati. Sa'yo na. Oh, maraming nag... Pero yung 10% ng kung anong meron ngayon, ayaw magbigay. Kasi ang nasa isip nila is, ani mo na bago ako magtanim. It doesn't work that way, mga kapatid. Laging ang harvest is after I sow. And then merong time, may time of waiting, may time of trusting. So farmers don't think like that. Hindi ang utak ng farmer hindi isipin niya na uh, hindi ako kaya magtanim ngayong season nito kasi gutom ako. Yeah? kaya gutom ako, hindi ako pwedeng magtanong, mag- magtanim. You never see a farmer eating the seed 
that he should be planting. Parang walang sinso yan. So when you want love, pero sasabi mo, hindi ako pwedeng magmahal sa mga tao na yan. Hindi ako kayang mahalin sila kasi walang nagmamahal sa akin. Hindi ako pwedeng maging patient sa mga tao na yan kasi yung tatay ko hindi naging patient sa akin. Hindi ako pwedeng makipagkaibigan dyan sa church kasi wala namang nakikipagkaibigan sa akin. Do you get my point? You, you want it first, but you have to sow a seed. Kaya lagi kong sinasabi, when you have a need, sow a seed. You want friendship? Be friendly. You want trust? Be trustworthy. You want someone to love you? Be loving. You need forgiveness? Forgive those who hurt you before someone forgives you. Are you following me? The farmers do that. Yan ang utak na mga farmers. When you plant a seed into the ground, that's an act of faith. It takes faith to put a seed and then believe na ang seed na yan will turn into a harvest. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 says, Without faith, it's impossible to please God. We must believe na merong Diyos. He exists and that He rewards ang mga lumalapit sa Kanya. Kaya you'll never see a farmer who expects a harvest pero ayaw niya magtanim. Napaka-foolish yan. And the Christian, tayo mga followers of Jesus, you have to understand, sowing comes before. Number three, I will reap more than I sow. Hindi yung one is to one. Pagdating sa seed, one apple seed, not just does it become one apple seed. It becomes an apple. Hindi lang apple, yung apple seed nagiging apple, na maraming seed sa loob ng apple. Pero yung seed becomes an apple tree. Na maraming apples, na sa loob ng maraming apples is maraming seed, at maraming potential, at pwedeng yung isang seed, pwedeng maging apple orchard. Apple farm. Matinde. You will never just reap the same what you give. Okay, example, example. I want you to take your... How many, how many mouths do you have? Just one, right? How many... Can you make two smiles? Sabay? Hindi. One lang. So I want you to plant one smile and look around. Give your smile sa mga katabimo. Sige. Sige. Come on, one smile. Look around. Look. If you're looking for it. Ayan. Okay. Ilang smiles ang tinanim mo? Isa. Ilang ang bumalik sa'yo? Marami. <laughs> Simple lang, di ba? Ganon yan. I will reap more than I sow. Watch this uh, video of the farmer.
Finally, makaharvest na ako. Torta na to! Yan. Yan, ang lalaki, oh. O, di ba, nagtanim siya ng eggplant. Talong. Eh, yun din ang lumabas. But it took a time. Right? Hindi, hindi isang click. May process. Meron siyang plano. Kaya merong linya, ganyan. Plan for the process. He reaped what he sowed. He reaped after he sowed, and he reaped a lot more than he sowed. Luke chapter 6, verse 38, sabi ni Jesus, magbigay kayo sa iba, at bibigyan din kayo ng Diyos. Tatanggap kayo, nagsakto sa sukat, siksig, punong-puno, at umaapaw. Yung panukat na ginamit nyo sa iba, at gagamitin din sa inyo ng Diyos. So, farmers view a seed not as just a small thing. Hindi dinidispise. Hindi binabaliwala ang farmer yung kanyang seed. Because alam niya tong seed, kahit maliit, can become great. What God has given you right now, you might think, that's not what I want. Gusto ko yung mayaman ka agad. Gusto ko yung may opportunities. Gusto kong sumikat. Gusto kong maayos sa lahat ng sa isang click lang. But don't despise the small beginning. Because God can turn small into big. God can turn ugly into great. He can turn tears into celebration. Maraming magagawa ng Diyos sa isang seed. Basta itatanim sa kanyang kalooban, doing it God's way, and in God's timing, you will reap a harvest. As spiritual farmers, kailangan natin din na mag- makita, yung thinking like a farmer, makita na yung, yung opportunities, yung resources mo. These are God's materials to bring you to a higher level. So don't complain about what you have. Use every opportunity, use every peso, use every uh, sandali, every pakakatoon for God's purposes. Okay? And uh, going on to another point is let's just summarize. You're going to reap what you sow. You're going to reap... Uh, after you sow, and you're going to reap more than you sow. Malinaw po ba yan? Okay, so think like a farmer. Pangalawa is work like a farmer. Everybody say work. work. Hindi bad word ang work. <laughs> Alam mo yung mga tao na mahilig sa play, sa kanila parang masama ang dating na work. Gawain bahay, work. <laughs> but work is God's will. For man, kalooban ng Diyos yan ever since the beginning. Garden of Eden pa lang, nagbigay kay Adam ng trabaho. Ang Diyos nagbigay ng trabaho kay Adam. Na you're gonna work in the garden. Garden of Eden. Palaguin mo. Be fruitful. Multiply. Fill the earth. Distribute. So may negosyo. May mission to work. And then, nung dumating yung curse, di ba, nagkasala sila, and then, mayroong nag, nagiging mahirap ang work. Ma, naglumago ang ground ng mga tinik, mga pests, ganun. Pero actually, work ay hindi kasali sa curse. Work was a blessing. Work came before sin. Meaning to say, work was a blessing. It was God's 
will for man. It's just that, ang nais ng Diyos is not that you work for Him, but that you work with Him. Na makikawaparate sa Kanya. So, as letter A, as spiritual farmers, ganon din, we should work hard, but we don't work alone. Kuanya, work hard, don't work alone. Sa katunayan, it's a privilege to work in partnership sa Diyos. Ever since na naging missionary ako, kasi yung plano ko, gusto ko maging businessman. Gusto ko magpatayo ng sarili kong restaurant. Nung bata ako, may restaurant ako. Uh, 16 years old, 16, 17, 18, ganun, may, may mga negosyo ako. And ang plano ko is magpapatayo ng napakalaking business. So, nag-aaral ako, gusto ko mag, uh, mag-enroll sa chef school, ganun. Pero the Lord directed me to give him a time to serve him. I'd never, I, I never turned back. Tuloy-tuloy. Since the age of 20 years old. Actually, mga 18, 19, ganun. I started serving the Lord. Napaka-privilege na mag-work para sa Diyos. Now, it doesn't mean kailangan mong maging pastor or missionary, but when you work, and your job, and you work as a housewife, as a government employee, as a small business person, still, you can work for the purpose of God's kingdom. Sa kalagitnaan ng iyong regular work, work for God's kingdom. But, you work hard, but don't work na mag mo. I-involve mo si God. Let God be a part of making the seed grow. Sa katunayan, di ba, sabi ni Paul sa kanyang pagtatanim ng mga churches, sabi niya, I planted, si Apollos naman, yung co-worker niya, siya ang nagdilig. Pero ang Diyos ang nag-provide ng growth. You know, hanggang ngayon, ang mga scientists can never discover why or how a seed can become life. Kahit anong gawin nilang microscope and studies, no scientist knows how life comes out of a seed. They know what the process looks like, but they don't know how that works. They cannot reproduce a seed. Nobody, kahit anong mga chemicals, they, you can't make a seed and you can't make a seed grow. Only God can do that. But you can plant. You can do hard, pwede ka magsikap sa iyong pagtatrabaho, sa pag, uh, uh, you know, fertilize and harvest. And it takes you doing your part, naki-partner with God doing His part. Kaya, the hard-working farmer ay hindi tamad. Hard-working, kahit walang tumitingin. Tingnan mo yung ating mga workers sa center. How they work hard, kahit walang nagsusupervise sa kanila. Yeah, no, si Lobi, si Rodel, iba-ibang ginagawa. Hard work yan. Minsan, under the heat of the sun. Shovel, para may mga bricks. Yan, ginagawa na yung CR building. Kaya may restrooms. Gumagawa sila ng handicap CR. Yan yung school, Champions Academy. Sila lang, dalawa lang sila nagpatayo ng buong Champions Academy school. Nakakita ka ng school na dalawa lang ang gumawa. Walang power tools lang. Mano-mano yan. Yan, ginagawa nila yung courtyard. With welding. 
hard work yan. And every time I would see them, laging busy. Kahit, tignan mo, yan yung bagong building. Yung bagong building. Kunti lang gumawa. May mga foreigners na pumunta para tumulong. Pero it takes hard work. Pero it takes hard work in a God vision. With God's powering, empowering grace. Kaya it says in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 58, Sabi niya, always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord. Because hindi nasasayang ang mga efforts niyo para sa Kanya. And just like physical, di ba sa athlete, physical training ay good. Pero mas, ma- mas mabuti pa ang spiritual training. Ganon din. Yung physical work is good. Pero yung ating working for the Lord, better pa. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 30 says, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and whoever wins souls is wise. Alam mo yung bagong ibig sabihin, win souls? Alam mo ba yan? Na to win a soul, ibig sabihin, hindi ikaw, hindi ikaw lang ang nanalo. Pag may na-invite ka to Jesus, tapos tumanggap siya kay Jesus, siya ang panalo. Siya ang talagang winner. Tinulungan mo siya maging champion. Because kung kanyang mga kasalanan ay nabura na, nahugasan na, sinong nanalo doon? Siya ang champion eh. Kasi hindi na guilty sa harapan ng Diyos. Hindi na papunta sa impyerno. Ligtas na yan, papunta sa langit. Magbabago ng kanyang buhay, ng kanyang kaisipan, magbabago ng kanyang buong, matatransform siguro, pati, pati buong pamilya niya. To win a soul, you are wise. Parang seed yan. Kung nais mo ma-harvest ng soul, or to win someone and connect them to Jesus, possible yan, but you need to plant a seed. Anong seed na yan? Yung magandang balita patungkol kay Jesus? Ang seed ng iyong testimony? I-share mo. Ang seed, ang isang invitation card or text. Seed lang yan. Buto lang yan. Pero kung napunta, pinag-pray mo, tapos sinundo, dinala mo siya sa cell group o sa Sunday service, what will happen? That seed can become a changed life. A changed life. So farmers work. They don't just sit back and walang ginagawa. They work hard, but they do it knowing that I'm in partnership with God. And there are kinds of works that the Bible calls good works. And there are kinds of works that akala natin good works, but the Bible calls them dead works. Proverbs says there's a way, it seems right, but it leads to death. And Hebrews chapter 6 verse 1 says, the basics of our faith, yung pinaka-basic uh, elementary teachings is repenting from dead works. Sabi mo, dead works or good works. Anong, anong gusto mong gawin? Dead works? Kasi pag dead works, it's like a seed na... Walang mangyayari. <laughs> yan, ang, yan ang sa akin. Hindi ako magaling sa pagtatanim. Minsan magtatanim ako, pero dead. Walang buhay na lumabas. 
We don't want to plant dead works sa ating buhay. We don't want our life na masasayang lang. We gumagawa ng maraming activities tapos walang bisa. We want na to do good works. Okay? Good works are where God works. So think about it. Instead of saying good works, you might could just say God works. If I said to you, good job. God job. God job yan. Kasi ang Diyos nasa kalagitnaan ng iyong ginawa. That's a good work. When it was inspired by God, empowered by God, siya ang nag-initiate at sumaayon ka, that is a God work. It's a good work. But when you work by yourself, on your own understanding, yung sa sarili mong lakas, at hindi mo involved si God sa iyong ginagawa, I tell you, maski religious ang ginawa mo, maski hard work ang ginawa mo, kahit na maganda ang motibo mo, hindi yan mag-harvest, hindi yan makakaroon, walang reward doon. So, grace is very important. Yung biyaya ng Diyos, Remember yung definition. Ang grace is God's ability na napasa iyo enabling you to do kung ano yung pinapagawa niya sa iyo and to be who He calls you to be. Ang opposite of grace is human efforts. Kahit nasabihin natin religious good works. Human efforts Trying by my own ability to self-produce righteousness. O kaya to earn God's love and approval. And to do what I think is right, basi sa sarili kong opinion or understanding. Okay? So maraming religion that would promote na you do more works. Kung ano yung nakikita mong maganda, Work hard for it. And people often use their own brain. No, according sa aking palagay, this is good, so I'll do it. Kung hindi galing sa Diyos, kung hindi empowered by God's grace, ang tawag doon is a dead work. Now write this down. Faith, according sa James chapter 2, faith without works is dead. Okay, James 2, verse 24. Faith without works is dead. Sino sa inyo nakakarinig na ganon? Yung faith, faith lang, pero nasa isip lang, wala sa gawa, walang pakinabang yun. Parang yung sinasabi na, I love you, dear, I love you. Pero hindi ka tumutulong sa bahay. Wala kang, hindi nakikita sa gawa. Sa salita lang, mura lang ang, ang salita. Faith without works is dead. But listen to this. Works without grace is dead works. If faith without works is dead faith, faith or works without faith and grace and the power of God is actually dead works. Dead works. We don't want to sow dead works. We don't want just to do religious deeds. Alam na natin, according sa Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 hanggang 10, na ang kaligtasan ay hindi maaaring makamit ang kaligtasan, hindi mo mapapasayo ang salvation 
by doing good works. But the very next verse in chapter 10 says that we are created to do good works. Okay? Tingin niyo ako. I want you to understand this. Hindi tayo ligtas dahil sa good works. The love and salvation of God is because of His grace. Libre yan. Walang kapalit, hindi mamabibili yan sa good works. You cannot bribe God. It's a gift. God's love and God's salvation is a free gift. You don't have to earn it. Kaya kahit sino, kahit sinong masama dyan, pwede maligtas. But I'll tell you, you will be rewarded or not based sa good works mo. Are you getting it? You're not saved by good works, but God is a rewarder of those who do God's works. Not dead works, God works. So there is a reward. Now, the, the one, I say God works because when God is working in you, that's good works. When you're working independent from God, it's dead works. Philippians chapter 2 verse 13 says, It is God who is at work in you, giving you both the desire and the ability to do what pleases Him. Okay, so sinong gumagawa? Who is the one who's doing the good works? Should be God. If you're just doing good works, basi sa akala mo, hindi good works yan, dead works yan. But when God is doing the work, siya ang nanguuna, then you're... Okay, so let me show you this little chart. This is a little chart. What is the difference between dead works and good works? Okay, may chart ba? Yung good works dito sa left side, tapos dead works sa right. But good works, it's you're dependent on God. Dependent sa Kanya every time you wake up. Lord, wala akong magagawa without you. Sabi ni Jesus, you can do nothing without me. So I'm dependent kay God. Pag dead works, I'm independent. Okay? Independent. Kaya ko ito. I, meron akong independence. I can do this. Kahit hindi kasama si God. Pag good works, mayroong reward. Mga kapatid, may reward. Kaya sabi ko, it's worth it. Pag dead works, walang reward. Sabi ni Jesus, kung gumagawa na ang iyong acts of righteousness sa harapan ng mga tao para makita kanila, walang reward yan. Okay, next. Good works last forever. It lasts eternally. Dead works, masusunog yan. Hindi ikaw maitatapon sa impyerno kasi kung ligtas ka, hindi ka papunta sa impyerno. Papunta sa langit ka. Pero ikaw papunta sa langit. Hindi ang works mo. Hindi makakasama ang works mo kung dead works. The only works that will make it to heaven were the God works. But your good religious works, it will be burned up if it was not with the fingerprint of Jesus. Good works are valuable. Gold. The Bible refers to good works as gold, silver, and precious stones. But dead works... Isaiah chapter 58 says, All of our own righteous acts are like filthy rags. Mabaho yan sa Diyos. Hindi may sasama yan. And then finally, good works. Well, ay, wala na yan. Okay. Yan, yan yung mga nakikita natin. So to recap, mga kapatid, 
think like a farmer, work like a farmer, laging i-involve si God in whatever work you do. The difference between good work or dead works, two things, letter E. It's empowered by grace and it's eternally valuable. Okay? So, yan ang habul natin. The work that has God's power. Ibig sabihin, yung ability ng Diyos, yung galing ng Diyos, yung talino or wisdom ng Diyos, yan ang magpapatakbo ng aking mga good works. And then it's, okay yan. God work yan. God job yan. God jobs. And then, the next one is, it is eternally valuable. Tatagal yan. May sasama yan. Pagdating sa langit, marami kang reward. Amen, amen. It's worth it. It's worth it. Alright, so let us do that. You know, we can plant, every one of us have something from the Lord na pwedeng itanim. And as a spiritual farmer, sa, sa, sa Christian community, napakalinaw ang ating, uh, what do you call this, process. The first part of the process, connect to God. Okay? Yan ang unang hakbang mo. You gotta be connected to God. Para mahugasan ka ng mga kasalanan, you'll be saved. The next step of the process is to find true family. Alright? Find true family. And that's the family of Christ. The third step is discover your purpose in life. Mahalaga na doon makukuha lahat ng iyong gagawin dapat ayon sa purpose. And the fourth step is to change the world. Kalooban ng Diyos, ikaw magbabago ng iyong atmosphere. Ang mundo mo sa bahay, mundo mo sa work, ang mundo mo sa barangay, you're gonna change the world. Kaya deliver His benefits. So get it? Connect to God, find true family, discover your purpose, and change the world. Pero hindi mo ito magagawa sa sarili mong lakas. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 hanggang 30, Sabi niya, come to me. Lapit kayo sa akin kung ikaw ay napapagod, burn out, nababurden ka. Take, sabi niya, I'll give you rest. Paano? You take my yoke on you. Na yoke, ano yung yoke? Pamatok, di ba? Yung araro na good for two. Dalawang uh, oxen na sinauno. Dalawang kalabaw. Take my pamatok. Ibig sabihin, sumama ka sa yoke nito. I'm talking not good for one, good for two. Sabi ni Jesus, take my yoke, sumama ka sa akin, and learn from me. I'm, I will, I'm meek and lowly, and you will find rest for your soul. So imagine yung, yung farmer, or ikaw yung taga-push ng araro, kung mag-iisa ka lang, mahihirapan ka. Pero kung merong kasama sa yoke na yan, na mas malakas sa'yo, magiging madali lang kasi Jesus is the one doing the hard work. And you're just like going through the motion. He's, he's the one pushing. Ang, ang muscles ni Jesus ang nagpapatakbo ng iyong 
pagpapatawad sa mga hindi mo kayang patawarin. Are you following me? Uh, yung, yung hindi mo kayang mahalin yung tao na yan, makulit, yung chismosa, yung nakasakit sa'yo, ang hirap mahalin, mahalin siya. Pero sabi ni Jesus, hindi mo magagawa yan, mag-isa mo. Come inside to my yoke. Sumabay ka and let's do it together. Let me love that person together with you. And so you say, Lord, I can't do it. He says, come learn from me. I'll show you how. So the the one experienced and strong kalabaw is actually pushing and doing the hard work. But kasalika. See, whatever it is na hindi mo kayang gawin, kaya ni Jesus. Lord, I can't forgive her, but Jesus can forgive her. Naniniwala ka ba na Jesus can forgive someone that you cannot? Okay, let Jesus forgive that person. Where is Jesus? Inside of you. If Jesus comes in you, will He still forgive her in you? Yes. So now, wag ka mag-focus kung anong kaya mong gawin mag-isa mo. But Lord, ang temptation sobrang lakas. I can't resist that temptation. Mahina ako. Okay, true. You cannot. But Jesus can. Jesus can resist temptation from the devil. Diba? Where is Jesus? In you. So let Jesus be himself and do what he does best in you. Does that make sense? See, sabi ni Paul sa 1 Corinthians 15.10, Whatever I am now, it's all because of God's undeserved grace. Mas masipag akong nagtrabaho kaysa ka, sa kahit sinong apostle. Yet, actually, it was not I. But it was God who was working through me by His grace. You get that? So when we do good works, it's actually not I. If I do a good job for the Lord, it's not I. It's actually God doing it. But I'm talking or I'm walking or I'm there. Step aside. Let God do it in me, through me. And He will show you. That's why it's easy. Mahirap kung magisa mo, but it's easy to love if God is the one doing it. It's easy to forgive if it's not you forgiving, it's God. It's easy to give and to trust if it's not you doing it, magisa mo. But you're letting God trust. You're letting God be the decider how much to give or what to do. Because kung di ko kaya, true. But kaya, kaya ni Jesus. Friends, be like a farmer. Think like a farmer. And guard, I mean, get your mindset ready. That when you look at your workplace, isipin mo, bukid ito. I can harvest here. I can harvest friends and souls. And you look at your household. My whole household can be saved. I can harvest forgiveness and love and patience. Lord, the fruit of the Spirit. I, just look at your field and think like a farmer. And then work like a farmer. Yes, it's hard work, but you're not doing it alone. Jesus is doing the hard part 
you just flow with him and you'll find rest for your souls. Hindi ka a burden, he'll do it. Amen, amen. Thank you, Lord. Let's pray together. Thank you, Lord, for your uh, partnership with us in doing your work. Lord, it's without you, we can do nothing. Even how hard we try, we cannot love and forgive and win souls and do good religious deeds. All of our best efforts are like filthy rags in your sight. But everything Jesus does is good works. Lord, help us to let you do good works through our work, through our hard work. So that it's a partnership and your spirit is living inside of us doing what you want to do by your grace. So, Lord, we humble ourselves today. We humble ourselves because we need grace. We need your undeserved favor to empower us to give and to serve and to humble down and to do good works and to not waste our life, but to live purpose-driven, focused on you, doing righteous things and not unholy things. But Lord, we have to have your grace. It has to be you. So Lord, come fill us right now. Baptize us with your Spirit. Come indwell us. Live inside of us. And be who you are in me. And if you haven't received Jesus yet, don't ang starting point. You got to have Jesus inside. So say this prayer. Say, Jesus, I need you. I can't live without you. Punong puna ako ng kasalanan. But I need your forgiveness. Wash my sins. Make me in a right standing sa inyong harapan. And magmula ngayon, I will follow you. Your will, your ways, your timing. Take control of my life. Amen. Amen. God bless you guys. Be like farmers this week.